Now McCacken's ready. Here's the 2-1 pitch, and it is swung on and hit sharply past the diving Blandino and into right. That's a base hit. Coming around third is Vargas. He's headed home. The throw to the plate. The tag applied. They got him. Jared Keldick gunned him down at the plate. Keldick picked up this base hit, and he was ready to fire, and he fired this into the plate on one hop to catcher Joe Odom, who put the tag on Vargas. I love it. The voice of the Rainiers, the voice of minor league baseball in America, a damn fine American and a guy that I heard get to call some Mariner games a few years ago. And I've always said belongs behind a major league mic. But he loves his home at Cheney Stadium, loves his home in Tacoma. Here he is, the voice of the Rainiers right here on the radio show from the Emerald Queen Casino. It's our friend Mike Curdo. Michael, how are you, pal? What's going on? I'm doing great, but I don't think I can live up to that introduction, Softy. That, that was... Uh... That was a lot. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, like I told a guest yesterday, uh, let me know your email, and I'll send it to you for an MP3. You can make it the ringtone in your cell phone, by the way. Beautiful. That's great. Yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, let's talk about that guy that you were describing right there, Jared Kellnick, hitting 301, 965 OPS, 11 home runs, 35 RBIs, playing great defense. He's got a lot of strikeouts, and that might just be who he is at this point, 54 Ks and 44 games. But what have you seen from him, not just on the field, but also off of it, that maybe tells you that he's ready for a return to the big leagues? Well, what I uh, nothing's changed off the field. What I see on the field is improvement, um, and it all comes down to those strikeouts that you just mentioned. Uh, I, you know, strikeouts are going to be a part of his game because he does swing through, you know, off-speed pitches in the zone. But the the big improvement he's made recently is he stopped uh, chasing pitches outside of the strike zone in recent games, and that's been the case for uh, I'd say the last ten games or so. He's really cleaned that up and has stopped uh, chasing a lot of breaking balls, changeups, and sliders and stuff that. That, that dip down low and that are not strikes. And he used to be swinging at those, and he racked up some high strikeout totals when he first got here yeah. and for the first 30 or so games that he played for Tacoma. But he has not been doing that for the last two weeks, and uh, I think that's really interesting and is a sign that he's making progress here. Well, I'm wondering about, you know, I, I asked you about off the field. How how much have you talked to him? How much time have you spent with him? Because there was a perception of Jared Kelnick, whether fair or unfair, that he's a little arrogant, right? A little cocky, maybe a little overconfident at times. And uh, the guy that you've gotten to know, the guy that you've met down there in AAA, what, uh, what kind of guy is he? Well, I, I actually haven't talked to him a whole lot, but uh, he seems to be fine. Um, he, he's always pleasant and everything. He's definitely uh, a player who plays with some arrogance. I think it's his style of play, and yeah. uh, I think that's probably been the case his whole life, I would guess. You know, I mean, this is a guy who was a first-round draft pick out of high school and in the major leagues when he was 21 years old. So, you know, he's had a lot of things go right for him in baseball, and uh, in his life, you know, and so he's always uh, had, you know, uh, uh, probably an attitude that he's really good at this. So uh, I, I don't think that that's, uh, you know, a, a negative thing at all. A lot of, of major league players and and AAA players and top prospects have that type of, uh, you know, kind of arrogant attitude about baseball uh, because they've been so good at it their whole life. Uh, Mike Curdo, voice of the Rainiers, is with us. Do you get any sense that he's getting close? I mean, obviously you're you're following the Mariners just like we are. You know what the situation is up here in Seattle. You know, if you had to put a timeline on it, which is maybe unfair to do, but if you had to give us your best guess on when Jared Kelnick is back up in the big leagues, when do you think that'll be? 
I think he's ready now, uh, in my opinion, just because he's, you know, just of what he's shown the last two weeks of stop, you know, now that he's stopped chasing pitches out of the zone. But the problem is there isn't really a spot for him right now. I mean, what do you want to do if you're the Mariners right now? You've won 11 games in a row. You're on your second longest win streak in franchise history. Are you going to really make changes right now? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. And you've got other situations uh, going on as well with Kyle Lewis about ready to return to the big leagues any day now. Yep. Uh, so, you know, he he's played a little outfield here the other day, so they're trying to get him off the DH only uh, train and into the field a bit more. I understand Taylor Trammell's close to uh, starting a rehab. So, you know, there, there's suddenly a glut of outfielders and – you're winning in the big leagues with the 26 guys you have right now. So I, right. I don't know what they're actually going to do here, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see what they're going to do here after the break. You've got the trade deadline coming up. They might be able to clear some room that way. So uh, who knows what's going to happen. Well, you mentioned Kyle Lewis, Mike. And again, Mike Curto, the uh, the voice of the Rainiers, the uh, AAA uh, baseball announcer of the day, is, by the way, with us on the radio. That's a new daily award <laughs> that the minor leagues is giving out, uh, giving out every day. And Mike's won it now 14 of the last 15 days. He's with us on the radio <laughs> show. And you mentioned Kyle Lewis, and I always kind of just thought of him because of his injury history as more of a, a DH. Um, but you're right. He's been playing a little bit of left field. Uh, this is a guy who we thought was going to be a center fielder when he first came up, and that that's now you know obviously spoken for for maybe the next ten years, you know if not longer, by Julio Rodriguez. Uh, do you see Kyle Lewis being able and ready to make an impact offensively and defensively if they ask him to? I think he can make an impact offensively right now. He's looked terrific in his at bats here. Um, Defensively, he played one game in left field uh, for just four innings, but he yeah. did come back and DH the whole game the next day, which was on uh, that was on Wednesday. He was off yesterday, so uh, you know I, I think they're going to maybe try to build him up to a point where he's playing nine innings in left field. It's kind of it's kind of a weird rehab for him right now because you know he was with us in May coming back from the knee injury, and then he plays in four games in the big leagues at the end of the May and has this concussion that was lingering on for him for a while. So he's technically rehabbing a concussion, but and it, when it comes to the outfield play, you're kind of you're watching how he moves around because of the knee issues that he's had in his career, and you know he hasn't played out there much uh, in the last uh, couple of years. So it, he looked like he was moving around pretty well when he played in the outfield uh, on Tuesday. Uh, he did have a bunch of balls hit to him in that game, even though he was out there for just four innings, and he had to make two throws also, which were also uh, very strong. I thought. Um, but he's not quick anymore. Uh, it might come back a bit as he uh, continues to gain strength in his knee. But I could see him playing left field as needed. You know, you, uh, maybe not every day, but uh, I could now picture him playing left field in the big leagues occasionally. And if wow. you had asked me that in May, I would have said no chance. He's a DH only. But he is moving around better and looks better, uh, you know, with, in, in regards to the knee. Mike, are you surprised at all to see what Cal Raleigh's doing up here in the big leagues? No, I've been a big Cal Raleigh believer since he was with the Rainiers last year because he was so good in AAA. I mean, he, he crushed it here, and he actually hit for a, a decent average in AAA also and had success from both sides of the plate. And I was actually really surprised that he didn't hit well when he first got to the big leagues, um, and especially at the start of this year, the start of his second year. So I'm really happy to see things starting to, to turn around for him because I think he can be you know a starting catcher in the majors who hits – 250 with power and those guys are rare these days you know and uh you know he's starting to turn into that player i think 
Uh, Mike Curto is with us on the radio program, and we're talking about all the guys in Tacoma that may soon be up here in Seattle. There's a couple of guys already up here, though, that you also saw kind of rehabbing things physically, mentally. One of them is uh, is Matt Brash. What was your experience like with Matt Brash down there, and uh, do you think he cleaned up whatever cobwebs he brought with him to AAA? I think uh, the main thing he had to do when he got to AAA was learn how to be a reliever. He hadn't done it before, or not since the very start of his pro career anyway. Uh, he'd been strictly used as a starter going out there every fifth or sixth day, and that's what he went to spring training to do, and you know that's how he broke camp with the Mariners. And when they moved him to the bullpen and sent him to AAA to, to, to adjust to being a relief pitcher, he had to mentally adjust too, you know, because that was not something that uh, he was geared up for. And it's very different. You can, I've talked to a lot of pitchers over the years. Uh, the, the difference between starting and relieving and knowing when you're going to pitch and, won't, and, and having no idea when you're going to pitch right. is really different, and guys handle it in different ways. And then there's also issues with uh, – how you treat your arm. I mean, when you're, when you're pitching every fifth or sixth day, you have a, a system in terms of, you know, you have a bullpen in the middle, in between starts and you have a routine that you go through over the course of a week. But when you're a reliever, you have to be ready to go, you know, possibly multiple ga- uh, back-to-back games. And, uh, you know, he just had to adjust to all of that. Uh, stuff-wise, it's still great. You know, he's throwing 99 with a wipeout slider and uh, he's fun to watch pitch. And, there are days when, he, you know, there were days in AAA where he got knocked around a little bit, and then there were other days where he just absolutely dominated. So I think, uh, you know, I think there'll be an adjustment period for him now that he's back in the big leagues, and you'll kind of see the same thing where some days they'll just, you know, it'll be three up, three down with two strikeouts and a pop-up or something, and it'll be really quick. And then there'll be other games like the other day where he might walk a guy or two and get into trouble and then have to wiggle his way out of it. But uh, with the pure stuff that he has, uh, you know, I think he's in the right spot, at least for now, to be helping the Mariners. Well, uh, what about the relievers down there? I mean, it seems like there's a plethora of arms in this road, in this system, uh, both at Double A, Triple A, Single A. Is there is there a is there a uh, starting pitcher? Is there a reliever down there in Triple A Tacoma that Mariner fans are not talking about, but very soon, Mike, they will be talking about. Um, we don't have any of the like you know, super flame throwing relief prospects here right now. Uh, we did with Brash here and, you know, Festa uh, was here for a while too, and he was just yeah. completely dominating. He's back up, but uh, we do have some guys who have been throwing well and they're not unfamiliar names though. Uh, Anthony Misevich is, uh, has cleaned up uh, his control problems in recent games and he's been throwing really well in, uh, in his recent outings, you know, and he's hitting 95 on the gun from the left side. So he's starting to look like a major leaguer again. Uh, Nick Ramirez is, is interesting. He's been with the Rainiers all year, but he has major league time with both Detroit and San Diego. He's not a hard thrower, but he's a lefty with just a fantastic changeup. And he's been putting up numbers uh, in AAA and is a guy who might uh, find himself in the big leagues again. Uh, Steckenrider was on the IL for a while here uh, with back problems, but he just came off the IL uh, two days ago and threw a scoreless inning. So uh, he's back in the picture. And uh, another guy who was in spring training, Patrick Weigel, who has not been in the majors this year, but he has just tremendous movement on his uh, on all of his pitches, including his fastball. And he's a right-hander, a big, tall guy. 
and uh, he's having a pretty good season with Tacoma, too. So there's a lot of guys in the mix here. Uh, Danny Young, another guy who was in the big leagues earlier this year, who's been throwing really well uh, recently. I love it, man. Well, listen, dude, it's going to be fun to get down there and watch those guys play. This organization's got a lot coming through the system, and most of them, if not all of them, will make a stop in Tacoma at AAA. So uh, what's on the schedule for you guys coming up this weekend? Uh, home this weekend, uh, fireworks night tonight, fireworks after the game. Justice Sheffield is pitching. Uh, he's been, uh, you know, he's been throwing well recently. We've got a uh, night game tomorrow, day game on Sunday, and then we're into the all-star break. Uh, home again for the last uh, week uh, of the month of July with El Paso coming in. So uh, yep. right now the Rangers are playing Oklahoma City, who's the Dodgers affiliate. They have a bunch of prospects, and they're the uh, the best team in our league, or have been so far anyway, so they're kind of fun to watch too. So some good baseball going on at Cheney Stadium right now. I love it. Tickets available to ComaRainiers.com. Great family fun uh, for everybody. Get on down there and check it out. Mike, you're the man. Awesome stuff. Appreciate this. Enjoy the weekend, pal. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, you too. Uh, thanks a lot for having me on the show. It's off the